0: Welcome back to another edition of The New Noise Where me, I'm Shane, I get into it with Mike Howell Well, we don't get into it, we don't argue, not too much But we get into all the new releases each and every week Oh, We got some big ones this week It could get a little heated, I don't know We'll see what that number one is I'm going to give Mike a call right now the phone is ringing, and hey, old boy, oh Shano, hey Mike, he's there. What's up?
1: Living the dream. It has been
0: a week. Yeah, yeah. One of those. It's it's been a one of those kind of weeks. Okay. Oh yeah. I thought you meant it like had been a week since we last spoke. I was like, well, that's accurate.
1: I mean, it is. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's been one of those days, one of those weeks, you know? One of those days yeah. specifically,
0: but... Oh, okay. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, but, that's what you it know, it is.
1: These just things happen. Busy, busy. We've got a lot of good news this week, so it kind of counters out, right?
0: I saw some news. I'm going to let you, you know, you do the news. This is your thing. Yeah. But I saw some news that I'm sure we're going to get into that I know is going to make you very excited.
1: Yeah. We're just going to talk about it right off the get-go. Sleep token, North American tour. <laughs> well, um, That's it. I'm really excited. I get to see them in the uh, Masonic Temple Cathedral room. So sleep token worship in a church. Gonna be a great time.
0: Yeah, I've actually never been to that venue. I've seen it's shows there. there. It's a big venue, isn't it? Like, is so, it like three thousand cap or something? Yeah.
1: So this is in the cathedral room, which is like the side room, which is more like I'm almost gonna say like normal church size, right? Okay. Like. Mom and pop kind of church, you know, like back
0: home, and oh, okay, like I'd say maybe twelve hundred cap in there. Oh, cool, interesting. Yeah. yeah, no, never, never heard of a show there. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's looks like quite an extensive, uh, North American tour. Mm-hmm. Obviously, missing a few key markets. There is a Saturday that they have a day off between Michigan and Minnesota. Happens to be Riot Fest weekend. Yeah, now. I'm not, I don't know anything. I have no insider information except that looks like a pretty obvious Riot Fest play uh, as well. Yep, definitely does. Which I'm sure a lot of people will be seeing them there.
1: Especially with them being on a lot of festivals. They kind of fit the bill for Riot where they're, you know, they're probably going to be one of the heaviest acts on Riot, which is weird to say. Uh, But they fit. They're weird, right? So
0: yeah, and yeah, this just the vibe, the showmanship, mm-hmm. all that. I mean, I'm really excited to see them. Um, yeah, yeah I'll, I might be there with uh, with you in Detroit, Mike. Yeah, um, it is
1: kind of upsetting because it is the first day of Riot Fest that our date is. Um, mm. So you know, I'm probably missing Friday, but I'll be around the rest of the weekend. Hopefully, who knows? Especially because you know I'm sticking around for the next tour that's coming through Detroit on September 17th. The baby clock tour. <laughs> baby metal, death clock, Jason Richardson. Let's go. This thing's awesome. I never thought I'd see Death Clock. This tour billing is perfect. I don't know. It is. I'm stoked.
0: You're gonna just you're gonna get just two high quality, high production shows. Yep. You know, it's it's like gonna be worth the price of admission and more. Um I thought baby baby clock was um I guess that's the right thing to call it. Mm-hmm. You could have called it Baby Death, Death Baby. Yeah. Who knows. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but I, uh, I'm i here for it. And, um, you know, Baby Metal coming off a great record. And I mean, Death Clock just rules. So. Yeah, Death Clock, Love new it.
1: movie and new album coming soon this year, apparently. So pretty psyched.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Um,
1: yeah, it's weird. G.A. Pitt was available and I opted not to get G.A. Pitt because I kind of realized like...
0: You're old. You know, I
1: really like, I like well, not necessarily that, but I like Baby metals <laughs> music and I like Death Clock's music. But I feel like this is one of those shows where you kind of want to be back a little bit so you can see everything.
0: So I, I agree. Yeah. So I'm
1: still like second or third row up in the amphitheater. And, I, and just so I can like see what's going on.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good move.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Should be a good time. Uh, we have more Avenged Sevenfold and Falling Universe states. These are for kind of like the southern states a little bit later into the fall, October you know, time frame. Uh, so make sure you check that out if it's coming to you and you're interested. It'll be
0: big. Very big.
1: And speaking of very big, we got a very big tour. It's playing some kind of smaller rooms, uh, specifically the Majestic here in Detroit for reference. We've got Animals as Leaders, Devin Townsend, and Dream Theater.
0: Yeah. That's insanity. It, it is pretty wild. Um, yeah. I also saw Gary, Indiana on yeah. that routing. I've never heard of a show in Gary. So, hey, uh, interesting. I don't know. Maybe they're just doing a bunch of different venues, but yeah, I mean. Who knows? I think it's cool. You know, you know what, Mike? I have never seen Dream Theater. You know, I'm going to be fully honest.
1: I got. Had- I saw Dream Theater once. It was a seated-only show. It was an evening with Dream Theater. Mm-hmm. And they were playing images and words in full. Oh, sick. And I really loved the first part, the images and words. And then the after part, I honestly had a really long week. I think that was like my sixth concert that week. Cause this was back when I was going to like a hundred plus shows a year. Um, and I fell asleep in the second half, like the greatest hits portion of the drink
0: theater <laughs> I mean, it's, a lot of the greatest hits are on images and words to be fair, yeah. but I, I, um, yeah, I know. I mean that, that can make you tired. Yep. That's the kind of band that can do that to you. Uh, it's not, yes, I totally
1: understand. For sure. Uh, in kind of a similar vein, uh, Rolo Tomasi is going out on a west coast slash a couple southern states. He got bands like uh, Colorado, Dallas, Mesa, Arizona, San Diego, Los Angeles. You know the drill. Uh, and he's taking out the Calistad Boys. So
0: that's pretty cool. Oh, nice.
1: Love it. I do too. Uh, and then we've got another tour co-headlining the Dark Horizon Tour, Motionless and White Within This Moment. Mm-hmm. and uh, Fit for a King and From Ashes to New opening up, kind of a diverse bill. I really like the left side of it Motionless and White and Fit for a King could leave the right, but I think it'd be a fun time for anybody who wants to go out to that show
0: Yeah, it is interesting, you know, that I think there will be some different fans in mm-hmm. there, probably not really familiar with, yeah, the left the left side versus the right side but um, I'm I'm all here for it, I think uh, some unity is good Yep, for sure, I think it'll be good I mean
1: I think the motionless crowd will know the In This Moment music and know the Fit for a King music and the From Ashes to New music, honestly. But I don't think the In This Moment and From Ashes to New main demographic will also know the Motionless and White Fit for a King stuff. No.
0: I mean, we're seeing this more and more. I mean, the Nothing More Tour has Thousand Below opening. Yeah. Um, The Pop Evil Tour has we're alive, mm-hmm. you know, on the bill. So like this, this is happening more and more where I think some of these bands that are more in the radio world are just seeing the value of, you know, the, the quote unquote under more underground bands. So, yeah, um, for sure it, it works out. Yeah. We enjoy it.
1: Uh, but that's all I have for the news this week. At least I think all good. Do you have any news?
0: Mm, not off the top of my head. Cool. Yeah. Sleep token, baby. Sleep token
1: baby. Um, Last week, music that came out, um, I want to talk about it first because we didn't talk about it on the list because we had already talked about it two weeks ago. But honestly, I listened to it once and then I kept coming back to it. And I think it is the thing that I listened to most this week. I fucking love this new Ellie Golding record. Nice. <laughs> it is Banger City front to back. It's amazing.
0: Awesome. I have to I have to listen to it. I missed it.
1: I think you'll love it. It is that perfect blend of pop that we really like where, you know, it's nothing crazy, but it's just fun. Amazing. It's well-written.
0: Amazing. I love it. I love when we get a mainstream, you know, release like that, that we keep coming back to. That's a really good sign that it's a really good record. Yeah.
1: I think so too. Uh, And another record that's just really great, obviously our number one, Catharsis by Covet. Yeah. This thing was grungier than I
0: expected, but I love it. Me, Me too. I was also like, a little bit pleasantly surprised by a little bit of vocals on this thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the first track. Um the opening track. Yeah, there's like vocals I was kind of wondering what the lyrics were. I googled it, couldn't find mm-hmm. the lyrics or if they are lyrics. It's it's obviously buried and for a minute I was like yeah. is that even vocals? Is that like a guitar sounding like vocals? But there's a couple little spots on the record where they add that. And then there are some quite technical little grungy parts mm-hmm. on this record too. That, um, I really enjoyed. It's, it's a ride. Yep. This is a really, really, really fun record that I was just like, you know, I was just riding a scooter, uh, around town in the sun. That's the vibe. Listening to, uh, listening to Covet. And I, I was loving my life. It was one of those like electric rent scooters. Exactly. Yep. It's beautiful. It's great. Exactly. Great time.
1: Uh, another record that I just absolutely vibed with this EP from Skylar Chord is perfect in all the right ways. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how to talk about it because it's so
0: good. You know what? I think that he has one of the best lower range vocals. Mm -hmm. When he uses that lower range, he just sounds so good. And that's like kind of a rarity in, you know, at least in our scene, Mm -hmm. you know, and I know he's not really making scene music, but it's, he sounds absolutely incredible um, vocally. And, you know, for a guy that's, you know, a bass player, that is pretty special.
1: Yeah. I think, I don't know. You say he's not making scene music, but I think he is still making scene music. I mean, I get vibes of like post hardcore in this still, at least like the Swan Corps kind of stuff that issues was really dabbling with. I almost, I know we just talked about their tour, but there are some sleep token moments on this EP. Oh yeah. And I don't know. I think it fits very yep. well in with the scene and with kind of the, R&B elements that are really starting to become prominent in a lot of the music of up and coming bands.
0: 100%.
1: And speaking of no strangers to the scene, no up and coming bands on this. The Aggression Sessions EP.
0: This thing goes hard.
1: I love it. It's great.
0: (laughs) You know... yeah, for people that missed last week, um, it's fit for an autopsy. Fit for an autopsy. I always have trouble saying that. That artist, murder mm-hmm. and malevolence, um, each with an original song, each with a cover. I gotta say, it kind of felt like malevolence sort of stole the show for me. I think they did too. It was um, like Their original song, is, I mean, it it sounds like Pantera came back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm all here for it. And their cover was quite fun too. Yeah, it was good. Um, as opposed to the other two covers, which were um, uh, Thierry's Murder covering Cannibal Corpse, Hammer Smashed Face, and Fit for an Autopsy covering another metal classic, Under a Serpent's Sun by At the Gates. Mm-hmm. But, you know, those songs were done pretty much to the original... Um, you know, they they were a little taking you know, it a little more seriously. That's something and I gotta for say. For me, loved, they were though. fine. What's up? That? That's something I gotta say. I love, though, like, the
1: Cannibal Corpse cover. Like, Zyre's Murder did not go as hard on that production as they could have and make it very clean. Like, I think they stayed really true to the song and some mm-hmm. of the productions, not gonna lie, a little shitty. And I kind of love that because it reminds me a
0: lot of the original track. It's cool. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. There was, like, one part I was like, "Oh, the guitar like was totally like rushing on that part. it's like, yeah, I feel like they kind of did that on purpose yeah to to you know to not do it too clean because it wouldn't sound right mm-hmm. if it was done with that mono production because let's be honest, tomb of the mutilated uh, Cannibal Corpse album is like not very well recorded not a bit.
1: <laughs> it's great stuff, not good or not good at all um, next up, scowl. I'm yes. interested what you think of this because I said last week
0: that you would absolutely love this. So Scowl's a really interesting artist. And this new EP, it's like listening to two bands at the same time. hmm You know? It's very cool. You've got this like very aggressive, hardcore punk, like just really, really in your face, messy. And then you have a few tracks on this record that are just very kind of bubblegum pop. Mm-hmm. Um, Very kind of 90s influenced... Um, you know, alt alt rock. um, and, yeah, man, I don't know. It's like it kind of throws me a little off sometimes. Like I feel like I'm not getting I'm not feeling the vibe. Like I almost want them to try to blend those two sides mm-hmm. together a little more. yeah, I can see that because they're such extremes. Um, that being said, i I really enjoy both sides of the band. I'm just like sometimes I'm getting a little confused listening to it. But I think this is cool. I love the lyrics. I love the the energy. Um, and yeah, I think, I think this is like really, really cool and no one is doing really anything like this right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm all, I'm all about it. It's just, sometimes I find it a little confusing.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, honestly, so when I was listening to this EP, I loved it through and through, I think it's great. I agree with everything you said, well written. But the first thing that just came to my mind is damn, this is a riot fest band. It is oh, sure. kind of punk. It's kind of pop. It's kind of weird. It is just perfect. And, you know, I when each song just reminded me of different sets that I've seen. And I don't even remember who was playing at Riot Fest, right? And it just, it gave me that energy. I loved it. It also reminded me of, I know last weekend was Rex Manning Day, uh, for those familiar with Empire Records. So I watched the movie, and man, it just kind of I watched it and listened to this on the same day on Saturday and <laughs> I don't know it just had that vibe for me too where it's just kind of like old school very DIY and just kind of abrasively
0: itself and I really enjoyed that. Yeah. No, I mean this this reminds me of Distillers Interrupters mm-hmm. a whole uh the Breeders, you know, like a whole bunch of, you know, like great female fronted bands from a lot of different genres. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's like, there's a lot of talent and I, I really like that. It's a little bit more, it isn't so perfect. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. they let, they allow the guitar playing to be a little, like have a little soul yeah. and not everything be so lifeless into a grid. And I, and I really like that about it too. For
1: sure. Uh, next up, did you get a chance to check out the Savage Hands EP?
0: Oh, you know what? That's the one I missed uh, again. Uh... Yeah, I listened to it.
1: It's pretty decent. Yep. It's about where I'm at. Okay. <laughs> we can leave it at that. Yep. Um, And then the NF record. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I got about halfway through it and just wasn't feeling it. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really liked Hope. Then I didn't like that second single as much. And then the rest of the record just kind of felt like that second single for me and just wasn't feeling it.
0: It's sort of all blended together. I agree, um, but I don't know. I, I maybe you should give it another chance. Oh, I probably uh, will. I, I mean, it's on the yeah, list. Yeah, I, I don't. I think that this guy is. Um, he's. I think he's popular for a reason. I'll say that, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that there's something there that's a little different than some of the contemporaries. So I'll give him. I'll give him credit for sure. Um, then also, like, did you get a chance
1: to check out Dead the Light's reimagined record by chance? I did not.
0: No. I oh, did not. It's so cool.
1: Cool. I can't wait. Yeah, I love that. That was great. Cool. Um that's good. And obviously the deluxe songs on Misery Made Me are great. Oh, thank
0: you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we we um yeah, we put together some cool some cool like alternate versions, I think, you know, um mm-hmm. which tends to be kind of my baby. I kind of, you know, even if I don't, you know, write the songs or whatever, I tend to like find a tuning for a guitar and, mm-hmm. and do something that I can, you know, um, you know, work out and, and, uh, and figure something out. That's kind of a different, a little bit of a different arrangement or a little different vibe. And, and that's, that's fun for me to, to do. It's, it's kind of fun doing like, cause we did these with the originals. So, yeah. you know, we didn't know how they were going to be perceived mm-hmm. before we, before we were, you know, making alternate versions but it was um yeah it was a lot of fun and yeah people seem to be vibing with the with the deluxe edition and the vinyl release came out really really cool too for sure
1: mine is in the mail right now somewhere
0: oh nice oh yeah even got it yet people people have been getting them a lot of people got them on the release date which was nice but i guess yours is
1: yeah i think cuz i ordered it with the candle and everything too it's oh, like that could oh, be we it. got to do the bigger box your order goes later who
0: knows that could be it Yeah. um
1: last thing i want to talk about last week is I just want to reiterate that we had an absolutely crazy week for new singles and bands kind of starting album cycles, hopefully. Like, yeah, this new songs from Poppy Aviations, Holding Absence, Queen Kona, Victims, Dead by April, Unearthed, Dying Wish, Omerta. Who else? Um, Like, there are just so many good songs on their own that dropped last week. I think that that's awesome.
0: Totally. Totally. You're right. Yeah. Um, looks like holding absence is, you know, going to be back and better than ever. Yep. Dying wish, you know, doing more singing, which we talked about, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I I mean, those, those are two that stood out, but like, you're right. Um, it's going to be another big fall or whenever these records are going to drop. Um, you know probably late summer early fall mm-hmm. this is um yeah it's it's a what a time to be alive yeah i mean i've heard two songs off of it
1: and i'm calling it right now i would not be surprised if this aviations record is in my album of the year top 10 wow wow both these songs are phenomenal you heard it here now first crazy calling my shot on myself <laughs> very easily rigged <laughs> i won't do that though Oh, you ready to get into this week?
0: Oh man, am I ever? We got lots to talk about. It's dense week, dense week. It is very dense. We got seven for the people. Seven. Okay, let's
1: start at number seven. Number seven, we're just starting, you know, small. We got the EP, the new EP, The Hope of a Spark by Atreyu. Coming out of California, Mm -hmm. these guys are no strangers to the scene. And- Of course. You know, I think Atreyu is one of these bands- where they've been around for a long time. They have so many different styles. And I just need to accept that on their releases, similar to another band that we're going to talk about quite a bit later, uh, I'm just going to like a song or two, and I'm not going to like a song or two, right? And I just have to be chill with that. Like, I really like the first single, Drowning, and I didn't like Watch Me Burn as much. And I think that's okay.
0: Yeah, you know, we talk about when a band puts out an EP, especially an established band like Atreyu, you know, what? what's the goal here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're trying to switch up their sound quite a bit. Obviously, their departure of, you know, Screamer Alex, um, you know, recently mm-hmm. maybe is part of that as well. But I got to say, I really like The Last of Trey record. And, um, you know, and I think that there's like a lot of talent. I think like, no matter what you do production-wise, whether you're adding, what kind of production you're adding, if you're adding, you know, programming or or trap beats or whatever
1: mm-hmm.
0: you still are going to get great melodies. Um that's like a, been a huge strength of the band forever and these singles are no exception. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see what this whole EP brings. Um and we'll see if this is kind of marking a bit of a change or a bit of a departure in the sound, but regardless, you know, if you do like a Trey you have 20 years of material for sure uh, to go back and listen to. So that will not be going anywhere. Yeah, I think
1: as a whole, I do enjoy this EP more than the last release personally, just because I do think that they're stepping in a more modern direction mm-hmm. and the sound just feels a little bit more refined. Whereas the last release, I know one of my major gripes with it was you know, I could flick on Sirius XM Octane at any given point and there's a band that playing that sounds exactly like it, right? Where this, I think, it's interesting, a yeah. little different. Like I think, drowning is very cool and unique song, and even Watch Me Burn is. It's got some unique textures on it and everything like that. I think, okay. it's just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yep. Optimist or optimistic? Yep. No,
0: we'll we'll see. We'll see. I mean, they're they're uh, they're good dudes, friends friends of mine, and mm-hmm. um, I'm excited for it too. So that is a you at number seven.
1: Hell yeah! Number six, rocking and rolling through this. We've got the new record, Terminal, from the burden.
0: Yeah. Little open your
1: ears records. Yes, action for the people.
0: That's right. Um, I've heard this thing mm-hmm. all the way through. So have I, it rips. It does. Um, this is probably a band you haven't heard of. Um, they're from Western Canada. They haven't done much touring. This is, I believe, is this their second full length album? Or are they maybe even more put it more than that. Uh, I want to um, say
1: this is their third. Yeah,
0: this this is great. If you're a fan of Early Under Oath, Mm -hmm. uh, like they're only chasing safety Under Oath, you are going to eat this shit up. I mean, that is the best comparison I can make. Um, But you're talking about great, great vocals, you know, shit hot drums and really good songwriting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think if I had to
1: compare it to other bands, um, I would say a more modern example would be like Limbs. Mm -hmm. and a more retro example for me like yes obviously early under oath stuff but and it's crazy because their names are so similar but every time i listen to the burden it really makes me think of burden of a day the old rise records band. oh yeah yeah and yeah they're just like perfectly aligned with that like groovy melodic post-hardcore sound that's not really post-hardcore right like it's it's in that realm, but there's also some metal core elements and I don't know it's just different it's good stuff, no totally, I think it's got that classic sound with the modern refinements it's these guys know what they're doing,
0: no, totally burning of the day is a great comparison obviously like early devilers Prada too probably yep yeah this this is if you're into that, you're gonna love this um yeah make sure really everybody we're telling you this is. Real, a really, really cool release from something that no one on your block will be listening to. So, mm-hmm. um, get on it and spread the word. And not to mention, OIE Rex, baby.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm not saying it no just because it's on OIE Rex, it's good stuff. No, of course
0: not. If OIE Rex right. is putting
1: out bad stuff. I'm not putting it on here.
0: Yeah, they they've been pretty solid though. Pretty, yeah, I mean, pretty good track record so far yeah, as consistent. a label. Yeah. Next, uh, all
1: right, let's let's get to number five. Number five, the new record, Scorched from Overkill. Yeah. Little East Coast thrash metal. Yeah. Listen, man, is Overkill good? Not really. Are they doing anything new? Also, no. But this is like... Th- oh, dude, give them more credit than that. Th- this is the classic thrash sound, right? There's nothing crazy about this, but I love it because that's what I grew up on,
0: right? Okay. I, I love this too. I got to say... If you took the single called, I believe it's called The Surgeon. The first one, yeah. If you took that single and you put James Hetfield on vocals. Yes. <laughs> that's it, the best Metallica song that's been released in years. Yep. Right? Like, yep. Go, next time you listen to that, Mike, if you listen, if you when you listen to this record, oh, I'm seeing all the way that. through, picture it. Because that could definitely be on the new Metallica record and it would be the lead single and everyone would be like, oh my God, they're back, baby.
1: Yeah, everybody would say,
0: oh my God, Metallica's thrash again. They're not an arena rock band. Yes. <laughs> but Metallica's trying to do that. I mean, we're going to talk about Metallica probably in like a minute, so yeah. I won't get too into it. But Metallica is trying to do this now mm-hmm. and Overkill is doing it better. Yeah. I mean, maybe not the best production and obviously Hatfield is... I mean, still a really great singer. Um, but I, I wouldn't count out this record. This could be, this could be a really good release yeah. from overkill. Like they've had some pretty good records over the years.
1: Yeah, they definitely have. I think they're up there with one of the like some of the other consistent metal bands, right. Especially within the thrash scene. Like, I think I'm still a little bit more inclined to favor Testament or Exodus or creator. Right. Sure. Like overkill's up there too. They're always fun live. They just, kind of hit the nail on the head on the sound that they want to make and it hasn't changed in how long? 30, 40 years?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's there's been I'll give them credit for doing some stoner stoner rock records and some doomy kind of stuff here and there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is straight thrash and um I'm glad it's on the list. I, I I'm glad we're we're talking about it. Me too. Good stuff. All right. That's number
1: five. So number four. Cool. Completely changing it up. Uh and this one kind of Figured out it was coming out a little bit last minute, so I don't know if you were able to listen to the singles. Uh, But the new album, Alter 74 by 93 Feet of Smoke, Mm -hmm. I've said it before and I'll say it again, he is probably my favorite in the emo rap, emo pop punk space. Um, And I don't know, if you really like that Nothing Nowhere record, I think you're really going to enjoy this as well. Um, I just have a preference for what he does vocally a little bit more. And... I don't know. His style is just cool. He's emotional. He's honest. What do you think of these songs?
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, There's one single. Is it shit? Is it called like Convictions? Conversations. Conversations. Yeah, it's like very pop punk. That single rules. Yeah. Rules. Absolutely rules. It's a great song. Um, It has the elements of of emo rap, um, you know, but then it really has some cool full band elements too. Mm-hmm. It's got like um, the breakdown at the end. The breakdown at the end, just just some of the guitar work and drum work in it. It's it's, it's really really complete. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my favorite. But I, you know, going back and listening to his, uh, excuse me, his, the rest of his discography, you know, um, yeah, I think it's really solid. I like his lyricism. Um, I feel like vocally he's just very talented he can kind of do it all mm-hmm. and i could see this being like blowing up blowing up and being really big yeah i hope so um you know i know he's been featured on a few tracks that were pretty big but i think that this is going to be his time to shine and um i think it's cool too yeah i i really do dig this i think this is the real deal and if you're looking for something in this genre um or you've just been listening to a lot of nothing nowhere and you're You know, you want something else that's sort of in the same vein, Mm -hmm. maybe a little more mainstream sounding, a little less experimental, then this is the way to go. Yeah, I definitely think, I don't know, it's weird because I think they've kind
1: of switched a little bit where 93 Feet of Smoke's older stuff, like you go all the way back to um, Bummer and like Sofubi and stuff like that. Um, and he was the more experimental one at the time compared to Nothing Nowhere. And now Nothing Nowhere is really kind of expanding his sound and finding a bunch of new stuff. And I think 93 Feet of Smoke is really kind of like working on refining a certain sound, which I think is a cool place to be at as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Number three, you called it earlier, 72 Seasons, Metallica. we
0: talked about this a ton. Wow. Not number one. Not number one. A new record for Metallica is not number one. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the singles are pretty mid.
1: Yeah, we've got one banger. Lux Eterna is sweet as hell. Um, Screaming Suicide and some of these two seasons are pretty decent. And then if Darkness Had a Son is one of the cringier songs Metallica's done in a long time, right? Mm. Um, yep. But like, just like I said with the Treyu, Metallica's is a band that. You know the last couple releases, I haven't loved every single song on the record, and that's okay because I've really loved some songs on the record still.
0: Yeah, exactly. E- e- yeah, um, was the last the last record was Hardwired, right? Yeah, seven years. That ago. was a while ago. Seven years. Yeah, I remember Hardwired had the the first track and the last track were were good, and the rest of the record was pretty bad. Um, and that was fine. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need to listen to you know, an hour of Metallica in my life at this point, uh, an hour of new Metallica. And that's, so that's fine. I'm fine with a couple new tracks. If they want to play a couple new tracks live, that's cool too with me. Yep. Um, they probably won't, but if they if they want to, that's cool. But you know, these are, I mean, they'll, they'll play these live on the tour. Probably maybe one of them, but you know, I, I
1: at least Lux Eterna, especially cause they're doing two dates, right. With different set lists for each show we're going to get a couple of these. Yeah.
0: No, probably. Yeah. I mean, I I really respect the way that Metallica goes about their business and you know, that they're still doing stuff. That's very fan serving Mm -hmm. where like, you know, they'll still play like a deep cut off ride the lightning. Yeah. Like randomly, you know, they'll bring out, bring this stuff back and you know, that these guys are like, I mean, pushing 60.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: 60, I think Hetfield might be 60 um, and they still like, they're still up there rocking out. They're playing like two and a half hour shows um, and they, they seem to do it. Like they seem to be happier doing it than they have in a long time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it doesn't feel like they're doing it cause they, they're trying to make a whole bunch of money or like, it feels like they're doing it for the love of the game. And I really like to see that. So I got a lot of respect. We've always had a lot of respect for Metallica, but I feel like I have more respect for them now than, than maybe ever before.
1: For sure. Uh, to close the loop, James Hetfield is 60 on August 3rd.
0: Okay. There you go. So you, within
1: a year, you're close enough. Um, yeah. I'm usually pretty good at guessing. Yeah, I agree. Like I love the fan service stuff. You mentioned like random cuts off ride the lightning. Like, I've seen Metallica twice, and I got lucky enough that I got to see my favorite Metallica song both times. They played "Creeping Death." It made me very happy.
0: Yeah, I think they probably usually play that. No,
1: ah, uh, you'd be surprised. Okay, but I'm still waiting for Four Horsemen. You know, that's another uh, one I want to see really badly. They, they they bust that out too. They do.
0: That's definitely one they play sometimes. But yeah, they do. Yeah,
1: um, and you know, honestly, like. I think this is the best opportunity if you're seeing Metallica this fall or next year that you're going to see those deep cuts that you want to see. I don't know. I'm stoked. I think this record will be fine. Um, I'm debating if I want to go to my record store tomorrow uh, because they're doing a listening party. They said they have exclusive items and stuff like that. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Eh, I think it's worth it. Maybe.
1: I mean, it's a free thing, right? (laughs) So I could show up and it could be lame and I could just say, all right, see ya.
0: That's true. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's true
1: act oh, like i'm there for good. the new uh overkill record and scoff at all the metallica fans and walk out yeah
0: show <laughs> up just wearing all <laughs> overkill everything oh uh, that'd be great <laughs> actually not all overkill
1: everything you got to be wearing the uh what is it um hmm, symphony of destruction mega shirt that one
0: that oh, okay. Arm. All right. Yes. Yes. Every, you just have to wear head to toe every thrash metal band that isn't Metallica. That's yeah, what you got to do. Exactly. So and, it's like, hmm, something seems to be missing here. And your, your battle
1: vest <laughs> actually needs a hole in it where a Metallica sized patch would go. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Uh, number, number two.
0: All right. Yep. Yeah. Let's go. Number two, a
1: new record. So unknown by Jesus piece. We've been talking about it a little bit. Is it going to be the year of hardcore baby? I think it might be mm. Jesus Peace is <sighs> Kind of that perfect hardcore band where they're just heavy and groovy and they're damn good at it.
0: Why is this band not so much bigger? I don't know. Like I, I know I still see like you can't go to a hardcore show and not see someone wearing their shirt. Like I know, yeah, they have a massive following, and and like everybody loves this band. But like, this has got to be the record that puts them over the top, right? Like, I hope so because they're so good, they're so heavy. They give you everything you want. Um, their shows are just absolute mayhem. Mm-hmm. Like this, this band is like they should be. I mean, I think they are. Head and shoulders above a lot of their peers that maybe are bigger than them. So it's like, okay, guys, is I think this is the time. So yeah, um, let's go. These singles are all fucking ass beaters. And there's a little bit of like, there's a little bit of like variety in there too. Like, there's a little bit of a metal core in there here and there too. Like, mm-hmm. they're not just, they're not just, um, you know, I don't know. They're they're doing a little bit of experimenting. They're not just like sticking to straight straight to two and a half minute hardcore songs. No. Um,
1: I think it's weird because they're in one of those kind of niche spots that's really hard for a band to break out of, right? Where at your level currently, you've got a lot of love and a lot of fans, but it's, it's just hard to break out of that like first 100 to 200K monthly listeners, right? I know like... I guess so. Th- those are probably a very devoted like... 160,000 people who are listening to Jesus piece every month. Like I don't see that number change a lot, but you don't get a lot of bands from that kind of zone that are like going to be the next code orange, the
0: next knocked loose. Right. So. Right. Well, cause I, the knocked loose comparison is probably the best, but you know, knocked loose, they, they did it by getting on, the right tours. Yes. You know, and kind of changing their sound in the right way at the right time.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and and just the word of mouth. And I think that, I don't know, maybe, maybe Jesus peace. That's not the goal for the band. And if that's not the goal for the band, then that's absolutely fine Mm -hmm. because they're in a great place. And I'm sure like they're doing just fine and, you know, and becoming like a, a more and more classic hardcore band with every release. Yep. Um, You know, I don't know if the name can like turns off some people. I don't like if that has anything to do with it. I don't know. I doubt it. But, um, regardless. Yeah. I I love, I love this band. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to fucking absolutely crank. Like my, my headphones won't be able to go loud enough for for how loud I want to listen to this. You need the big
1: speakers for this.
0: Dude. Yeah. I need, I'm on tour. Unfortunately, like I don't have my car. Mm. I don't have like my, you know, my stereo at home. I'm like stuck with my Audio-Technica headphones, which I just can't get them up loud enough. Feel that.
1: So I was curious and I was just looking because I was talking about monthly listeners and stuff. Where do you think Code Orange is at in monthly listenership?
0: Um, Oh, that's tough. I don't know. I, my guess would be 750000 See, this really surprised me because it's 255 k Oh, okay. Yeah. And that band is huge. Yeah, I would have thought it was bigger. You know, so much of it has to do with playlisting. And a lot of times it can just be one or two tracks, get on like a yep. one of those like ultimate rock workout playlists or whatever. I
1: also and honestly.
0: That's just blow ups the monthly of listeners. It doesn't always have anything to do with actual fans listening to a band, you know?
1: Yeah. It's probably because the ambient album too. I wouldn't be surprised by that. Yeah. But well, we talked about them already. You want to, you ready to talk about some OIE stuff? Some of the what? Some of the OIE stuff. Open your ears.
0: Oh yeah. Because we're going to do a little break, aren't we? Yeah. Break time. Break time. Oh, it's break time, yes. Um, We're going to take a break, everybody. Listen to a word from our sponsor. It's going to be talking about the new The Burden record, which is on our list, and you should check out. So we will be right back with that number one album right after this. Hi, we're back. We are. We had a pretty good list so far. Do you want to maybe do a recap before we do the number one? What do you think about that? I think that's a pretty good idea. I think that's fun. Let's go back. To number seven.
1: Number seven, we've got the new EP The Hope of a Spark by Atreyu.
0: Okay, number six. Number six,
1: the new record Terminal by The Burden.
0: Yes, number five. New record
1: Scorched by Overkill.
0: Number four.
1: New record Alter 74 by 93 Feet of Smoke. Uh-huh. Three. 72 Seasons by Metallica. A lot of numbers here
0: today. Number... That's true. <laughs> number two. So Unknown by Jesus Peace. And it's time, Mike. It's what time. is the number one Record of the week. All right. This
1: band is a band that doesn't miss. I think they are currently the best pop punk band in the world. I think they are just incredible. It's the new record Intellectual Property from Water Parks. Every single one of these singles is an absolute ass-beater in the way that you want pop punk songs ass-beater. to be ass-beaters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like an ass-beater if you're a teenage girl. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, they're great, though. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree... These singles are great. The songwriting is cool. It's quirky. It's like giving you mm-hmm. if you're if you've been a fan of water parks, then you're gonna really like the direction of this. But maybe if you haven't been a fan of water parks before, maybe if it was just too much for you, or like if you found it cringy or whatever, it might be a good time to jump in. Just try it out. These these songs are like a little more mature um, and a little more accessible. They're not as weird and. Um, you know, I, I like a little bit of weird in my water parks, mm-hmm. But I think that I think that this is probably pound for pound, you know, um, from an outs- like completely outside point of point of view, I think this is probably the best that they've been.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Like, I don't know, it's really interesting. You have songs like Fuck About It, which are just really, really pop bangers. They've got the black bear feature on it. It's very, very kind of it's slow and it's poppy. And then you have songs like Funeral Grey which are
0: just... Yeah, great song.
1: Pop-punk anthem, honestly. Like, Mm -hmm. that is the catchiest damn chorus I've heard in a really long time. And then Self-Sabotage is just fun water parks time. And then Real Super Dark is one of those like weird heavy water park songs that they just kind of get very oddly aggressive and it's a lot of fun. And Brainwashed is this super sweet kind of like song that you send to your girlfriend. I've sent this to my girlfriend. It's great.
0: (laughs) yeah yeah totally i think there's yeah the, the band is is cute and they're just weird weird enough mm-hmm. um and they kind of just they're just emotional enough too that i think that they really know how to kind of mm-hmm. get in there and um really mean a lot to a lot of people yep. um i do wonder if like i i realize that this is not geared towards a 42 year old man like myself that mm-hmm. also is going to be listening to Jesus peace. I don't think it's um, geared toward I, me either, but at, I just love it. At, <laughs> right. At Friday, you know, Friday at midnight, I'm um, going to listen to G- Jesus peace followed by water parks. So like, I don't think it's geared towards me mm-hmm. and that's okay so when there's things when I'm like listening to it and I just sort of feel a little bit silly <laughs> that I'm yeah. that I'm like vibing with it. That's legit.
1: Waterparks is my silly feeling music. Yes. It's when I want to just like get a little goofy, dance in the shower, have a little fun, toss
0: on That's some water
1: right. Parks.
0: <laughs> and, That's right. But I will not deny the talent um of 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 Austin um in this band. I mean, there's one song, fuck I forget which single it was. It's just like the coolest vocal melody that's so ridiculous mm-hmm. that I was just thinking if I tried to sing like this melody, what would happen? It's in the verse. It's just like it goes. Uh, it's like goes all up, all funny, and it's like oh, he pulls um, that, that's it. That's in self
1: sabotage.
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's like in like the pre-chorus.
0: I mean, yeah, that might be it. It's it's such a cool little silly dumb thing mm-hmm. that they just absolutely work it into a, a like huge hook. Yep. And that is, to me, that is genius. And like a lot of people that don't actually listen to water parks kind of write them off because it's easy to mm-hmm. with their whole persona and, and there's, there's something and yeah. And it's all caps, tweets and all that, you know,
1: like all that shit. They're a loud band. Like I'm sure when they play live, they're loud still and stuff like that too. But like, they are just loud in every aspect where like you look at them and it's bright and it's flashy and it's very zoomer.
0: Yeah. And it's always been like that. Oh yeah. You know? Um, But, but yeah, but you can't, you just can't deny the talent in these songs. So uh, yeah, it's a number, it's a number one. It's a number one. And we're going to talk about it next week as well. Yep.
1: Definitely. Um, I also, you know, since we're talking about water parks and I love to bring this up, one of my favorite, if not my favorite, uh, autobiographies in the scene of music, and there are a ton of them. And I love reason- reading books written by people in the scene. Uh, Austin's book, "You'd Be Paranoid Too If Everyone Was Out to Get You," is one of the coolest things I've read in probably the last five Crazy. or six I years. I didn't,
0: I didn't know he read, I didn't know he wrote a book.
1: Yeah, so half of it is um, him answering questions of like fans and stuff like that, like Q and a stuff <laughs> okay. that he, okay. so like he would just answer random Q and a's on Cora and stuff like that. Right. So half of them is just responses from that, that he thought were insightful for himself. And he learned a little bit of something about himself when he was writing the answer. And half of them is stories like of how he grew up and decided to become an artist and stuff like that. And I think it's very, very cool. Um, it kind of ends right before the recording of the greatest hits record Uh, right as the band kind of really started taking off. And I think it's really insightful into him as a person, and it's just very relatable. It's a cool book.
0: Absolutely. You ready to
1: get into those honorable mentions? I sure am. Cool. I got 26 singles and stuff that we got to talk about. Um, Yeah. First one, let's just get the feature out of the way. New Frozen Soul song featuring Matthew Heafy of Trivium. He's been featuring on a bunch of stuff lately. I'm very proud of him. It's great.
0: He's one of the, he's the hardest working man in showbiz. That guy, for sure. He's crazy. Uh,
1: new song from Passcode, very awesome. It's for an anime opening. It's cool. We
0: love, we love Passcode. If you like baby metal, make sure you get on Passcode for sure. Uh, new song from
1: King Yosef. I'm really stoked. It's the second one off of his upcoming record. It's just cool shit. Okay. Yep. Uh, new new song from Primordial. This is a really cool death metal band. I don't know how to describe them other than saying they're death metal.
0: Death metal. Death metal. Um,
1: while we're here, one of my favorite doom metal bands, they're called Aramit. This is the first time I've ever had to say this, but they are releasing a partial single. Um. So how, Oh yeah? Because how the, the song's so long? Yeah. How this works is the band's first record was an hour and six minutes. Their second record was an hour and 15 minutes or so. Uh, And the third record in this trilogy is actually two hours and six minutes, and it is also only three songs. Each song, or each album's three songs. Uh, (laughs) So the first song is Mm -hmm. 60 minutes, and they have released about 15 minutes of that. Um, But it's absolutely awesome. This band is just on another level when it comes to composition. And, you know, a lot of people are really good at writing kind of short songs and, like... (laughs) (laughs) Three or four minutes, right? But like when you can go through and play like two hours of music, because like when this came out, that's what I did. I listened to the entire, like what we have of the trilogy before getting into this partial single. And like the fact that it is still a cohesive piece of work two and two hours and 15 minutes into it, right? It's just wild. It's so well done. So
0: So I know we got a lot to talk about here with a lot of honorable mentions, but I got to cut in and I got to ask some questions. Yes. So when you have a song that that, that's that long, Mm -hmm. how do you even like, can you even put it out physically on like camp on vinyl? You you, you can't fit that on one side of vinyl. No, you can't.
1: You have to flip in between.
0: So during um, the song, you have to flip. So so the vinyl release
1: for this record is going to be, I think they said a four LP. Um, with the first song taking up the first two LPs and the other two <laughs> songs taking up the other two LPs.
0: Oh, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's dope.
1: You know it's cool.
0: I know oh, it's Oh, cool. that's really, really funny. There there are certain recording DAWs, mm-hmm. digital audio workstations for people that uh, don't know um, what a DAW is. That's like Pro Tools or Logic or whatever you record recording. There are certain ones that actually have a limit of how long a song can be. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so oh so that's very funny. Yeah, it's crazy. These guys are intense. I love them so much.
1: <laughs> um another band that's absolutely intense that I love a ton, a New Mental Cruelty single. Uh pretty sure we're getting an album from them this year. Year of
0: Deathcore baby. Yeah, you love them, I know.
1: Um also Year of Deathcore new Volvadenia single, which I'm very excited for. I think this band's great. Um, let's just keep it heavy signs of the swarm new single. We haven't heard from them in a while and I'm very excited. Hoping we get a new record soon. Cause their last record I was very impressed with. Yeah. Um, new Vale of Maya single off of the upcoming record that comes out here in about a month. That's right. Very excited for, uh, it's another banger. This band doesn't miss. They don't, uh, very similar to Jesus piece. There's a new incendiary single, super cool stuff. These
0: guys are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: two new singles from balancing composure. Pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, pretty crazy. They're back, huh? I know, right? Wasn't sure that was going to happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, Got the second single off of the up-and-coming Trophy Eyes record that we got announced. It's
0: pretty cool. Yeah. I love Trophy Eyes. They're good.
1: Uh, Second single as well off of the new Hot Mulligan record. Very excited for that. Absolutely. A band we love talking about. Uh, first single, I don't know if there's an album coming or anything. I assume so, but the dirty nails putting out new music.
0: Yeah. I saw some like teasy stuff on uh, Instagram and, uh, absolutely. They'll love the dirty. nail. they are, uh, they found a way to kind of like be kind of fun and like sort of still like rock, like, I don't know. Punk meets classic rock at the same time. It's 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 cool. cool. It's a really, it is a really, really cool vibe. Uh, and speaking of rock new seven dust song, Oh, okay. Yeah. it's pretty cool. Uh, Been a minute since I heard, I've heard about seven dust. I feel.
1: All right. Uh, progressive rock metal, whatever you want to call these guys, lost conduits, putting out a new song. Pretty excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember stasis? Of course. Yeah. They're putting out a they're new song. Can- Canadian, right? West yeah. Western Canada. Yeah. Yeah. And they've announced an album too. So I'm very excited for that.
0: Nice. That That's underrated band. Hell really good.
1: Underrated band. Very cool guys. Uh new single from Heart Attack Man for their upcoming record, mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yep. New single from Teenage Wrist, which is pretty cool. Very cool. Uh and it's okay. German metalcore band.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. We've played we've played with them a lot actually over there. Yeah.
1: Super talented guys.
0: Yeah. Really good. No, that's that's like if you're looking for post hardcore metalcore-ish stuff, mm-hmm. that's a that's a that's a good one you might not have heard of.
1: Yeah, I think they're awesome. Uh new song from Pulses. Our boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very excited for that. I'm hoping we get a record announcement very soon here. Um,
0: so talented, that band. They rule. They're dope.
1: Uh, new single from Jutes. Make sure you check that out. Uh, new song from Post Malone, apparently. Oh, okay. See how that goes?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I did Post Malone.
1: Yeah, I do too. Uh, new song from Mood Ring. Super, super cool, new mm-hmm. metalcore band, whatever you want to call them. They have an EP coming out in a few weeks here. They, they just announced I Love Mood Ring. They're great. Oh, okay. Remember them, right? We talked about them a few weeks ago, I think. Or a few months ago.
0: Yeah, I feel like there was another... Was there another Mood Ring band artist at some point? I feel like there might have been... I don't know. Years ago. I don't
1: know. Uh, second single off the upcoming album from Pupil Slicer. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> love this band so fucking much. I was listening to them they're like... They're just a more aggressive and chaotic um protest the hero. And it's just so cool. I love this band so yes.
0: much. Yes. And their name makes me uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: It makes everybody uncomfortable, even me. And I like the band. Um, but the last kind of crazy news, the last honorable mention, there's a new Woe Is Me song tomorrow.
0: <laughs> crazy. Wild. We'll see how it goes. So it's so it's with Hans. Yep. Who replaced Tyler mm-hmm. Carter. Michael is not involved I don't know if he is or not or is involved I don't know either Um, but yes that's certainly going to be interesting to see what direction this is going to go obviously Woe Is Me was very of a certain time which was like 2011 yeah, um, or something around that time so I wonder what this is going to be like if it's going to be in that direction if it's going to be modern if it's going to be completely different Mm -hmm. we will see
1: yeah, so according to Wikipedia, which is normally pretty accurate. Thank you, nerds. Um, <laughs> Michael Bone is in it. Hans is in it. is in it. Okay. Kevin Hansen is in. Andrew Piano is in. Okay. Corey Ferris is in. Austin Thornton is in. And Ben Ferris is in. So So it's
0: the, it's the band.
1: Seven-man band. It's like 2011 all over again.
0: Yep. yep well i mean hans replaced tyler i guess around 2013 yep because that's when um when issues started so um yeah that's that's about the time frame
1: yeah right around 2012 actually
0: yep yep
1: and hans was the original vocalist as
0: well for those who didn't know i did not know that i actually did not know that For a little bit hans hell of a nice guy though hell of a nice guy hell yeah well um That's crazy and awesome. And this was a great episode, Mike. Mm -hmm. I think we really outdid ourselves this week. I think so too. Or you outdid yourself. I can't give myself too much credit.
1: We had a lot of fun, you know, and most of it is thanks to all the great bands putting out music.
0: Absolutely. And there's so many to check out. And remember everybody, the best way to support your favorite bands is by picking up that beautiful vinyl that they release. Mm -hmm. That really does help out the bands And going to see them on tour and buying tickets to their show. And if you have a little extra, buying a t-shirt. That all really helps the bands. So I hope you can do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, If you like what you hear, and uh, that all means a lot. And um, And if you want to support them even more. Thank you for listening to this. And you're
1: just like, man, there's just nothing else new I can buy. Buy the record again and send it to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you little bastard. That's me. Oh, well, that's great. Well, Mike, thanks again for putting this list together. And everybody, if you want more music, if that wasn't enough for you, head over to Mike's Instagram at Slappy Slam. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.